This is Konzenshu, the podcast, episode 467, for the week of March 3rd, 2019. Well, hello! Welcome back to Konzenshu, the podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site, Konzenshu. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. I shall be your host for this episode, and... Basically every episode. Uh, my name is Mike. You may see me around as Vegito EX. Uh, this is one of those episodes that. <laughs> so, <laughs> in the interest of transparency, I'm recording the uh, surrounding context for this episode. The evening of February 28th. The topic has already been uh, recorded and edited for a couple days. Obviously, uh, missed a week or two or whatever since the last episode. I'm like, all right. Cool. I'm just going to put this out as a, oh, whatever, for the, for late February 2019. And then I realized, oh, right, February is a short month. And uh, even if I record this tonight, uh, I'm probably not going to edit it tonight. And then it'll be out tomorrow and that'll be March. And that's not late February anymore. So I'm just going to put it out on a regular <laughs> schedule. So it's coming out for the week of the Sunday. Uh, what do we have on tap for you this episode? It's a great episode. We are looking at Jump Force. 50th anniversary celebratory video game for Jump. And uh, wow, um, you probably already know what to expect out of this conversation. But joining me will be Kieran talking about Jump Force. Uh, we had a great discussion that we initially thought was going to be much shorter than it was. Uh, and then by the time we were done, we realized that um, it was basically an open therapy session. And you get to hear it. So that's coming your way. Uh, that's basically what's on tap for you here. Uh, I'm going to forego the news and all the regular stuff because the Jump Force discussion is a, uh, a doozy. So I want to get you right into it. So I'm just going to transition right on into that. I will see you on the flip side. Uh, talk a little bit what's going on with the website right now and uh, wrap things up. So with that said, enjoy the talk about Jump Force. And uh, I'll talk to you afterward. Joining me to talk about Jump Force, uh, someone I'm I'm glad to have back on the show and uh, isn't afraid to remind me that he's been visiting and listening to me since middle school, Kieran. <laughs> Hello. I literally just got done having lunch with uh, with Curb. We're like, yeah, Dai Zenshu, 2006. What the fuck? <laughs> it's been a, Damn kids. I know. I know. Back on the bus. But you know what? It's. It's been a it's been a journey. I think I've come into my my nerddom cred. I'd like to think Julian before he left to Japan uh, was in the same spot I am. Maybe. How are things with you? I'm doing great. I've been uh been doing a lot of fun stuff. Uh, working on a video game right now. That's been really exciting. A lot of uh stories about card games and role playing game craziness. I have been checking in, looking at your your tweets on that. It looks like you're discovering new things, and you're like, oh, I'm going to scrap it entirely and do this over here instead. That's the th- Man, that's the thing about game design, and it's made me really appreciate looking at like a lot of the games and stuff I've been playing. I'm like, how the... Oh, I know how they're doing that. Oh, that's easy. That's st- I'm an idiot. How did I not notice that? It's It's been a lot of fun, and I've been, uh, been really pouring a lot of time into that. But uh, other than that, it's just been streaming, doing a bunch of BS with the Team Four Star guys, but it's been nice. Well, we're going to talk about a game that has some perhaps questionable design and gameplay decisions. What? No. <laughs> what do you mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to defend Jump Force forever. Surprise. Oh, really? That This call is over <laughs> and we will move on. Uh, Jump Force. So it was five years ago that we reviewed J-Star's Victory Versus. Oh, no. Don't say it like that. Oh, my God. 
on the PS3, Vita, and then later PS4. That was for the 45th anniversary of Jump. We are here squarely uh, in the 50th anniversary of Jump. Uh, and this uh-huh. is their celebration for the 50th anniversary. A new crossover fighting game released on the modern consoles and also PC. Uh, Bandai Namco absolutely supporting the PC lately since... Uh, like Xenoverse 1, and then they were porting over the Naruto games as well. Um, they're really going whole hog on the PC support for anime games. Pretty uh, pretty exciting because the Jump Force uh, Steam version has the Unreal 4 project embedded in it. <laughs> <laughs> so they're with day one mods, and everybody, it's like, here's your open source game. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that sets the stage for Jump Force right yes, there. It does. I think it's <laughs> <laughs> the game being shipped. Whoops, with its own project file. Yeah. All right. So, what is Jump Force? Well, Jump Force is, as noted, uh, a celebratory game for the 50th anniversary of Jump. Uh, not quite dipping back that far, but we dip back to basically the 80s. We get City Hunter, Fist of the North Star, yeah. Saint Seiya, uh, into obviously Dragon Ball. We've got Kenshin, Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, One Piece, which we were just watching something else about. Uh, I-, I won't name what channel it is. People probably have seen it. It's a, it's a big name thing looking at uh, the tech behind Digital Foundry. <clears throat> uh, One Piece is not a new series. One Piece is 20 years old. Um, oh God, I yeah. Sometimes I it, it horrifies me that One Piece is 20 years old now. One Piece is not the new hotness. Uh, new hotness, things included, things like uh, Black Clover and My Hero Academia. Uh, so it's not the, the true 50-year celebration it's more like the expected 80s and onward. Uh, some surprise inclusions. Uh, I think Die from yeah. uh, the Dragon Quest manga series uh, being included there is, wow, all right, yeah, sure. Um, you, you basically made the game for the Western audience, and um, we never got that, but okay, sure, cool. Throw that in there for some Dragon Quest representation. Um, yeah, it's all the expected series. Uh, it's a fighting game in the vein of basically everything Spike, Spike Chunsoft, has made over the years. Everything from the Sparking series, Budokai Tenkaichi series, uh, into Raging Blast, uh, into basically J-Stars as well. Um, I guess the best description of this game is like, Spike made a Xenoverse game with all of Jump. Yeah, Th- they tried. <laughs> They sure did. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Xenoverse is the most analogous thing I can think of because it's it's all there. Like you have your online hub world. You got your own anime character you make. You're you're involved in the story. You're the savior of the the J world. And they have uh they have all these uh fun character customization uh features with everybody. I'd I'd love to just touch on the OC creator when we get there. But it's okay. You know, it's it's got a lot of fun ideas because i i think xenoverse does have a lot of cool things with it but but pause sigh <laughs> yes uh as you mentioned <laughs> uh, you you are the the mary sue gary stew uh the jump worlds are merging into the real world the venoms are attacking uh there are some bad guys with some evil plans and you're the super amazing person that was able to be quasi resurrected with a cosmic slash umbrus cube they're clearly saying Cosmic Cube, yes. uh, even though they say Umbra's base and they say Umbra's Cube instead of Cosmic Cube. Anyway, uh, go out there and fight alongside the jump heroes. And yeah, like we said, it's basically Xenoverse. You, you get into your hub 
town home base. Uh, there's a mission counter. There's an online offline battle mm-hmm. stand. Uh, you have your alpha, beta, and gamma teams that you can go run down into and see who's hanging out and talk to random uh, offline you know developer characters that are just wandering around the hub. Uh, all the other OC characters are wandering around doing fusion poses just as it were in Xenoverse as well. And, you know, you take missions, you go out and you, you fight alongside the real jump characters and you go through the story mode and you fight people. Let's talk about what there is to do real quick in this game. Uh, as I just mentioned, you can take missions. There's story-focused missions, there's training missions, and then there's the unlockable slash experience kind of focused missions. You have a couple of different kinds of, like, the main story missions. Um, those training ones just are what they are. They teach you about the game. You take different difficulty ones then the unlockable ones it's like here we'll do this one to get some headgear and body gear and if you s rank it you have a chance to just like xenoverse you have mm-hmm. your chance to get extra stuff and replay it again to get different kinds of items from the allotment that it may give you it's difficult to not compare to xenoverse because it really just feels like spike made their jump xenoverse because yeah. everything is here and you have you have your uh, your OC can learn all the different custom moves. You you don't have like right. the mentor system from Xenoverse, which is a little disappointing. I would love Yugi to talk down to me. <laughs> yeah, like the the basic equivalent of that is choose your team and you'll get their yeah. kind of like signature attack. So I chose the is it the Alpha team with Goku, and I got so like Kamehameha, and I got one of Zoro's attacks, and I think I got one of Gara's attacks. So you get those immediately, yeah. but then you just go buy whatever you want. Or and they're so it. cheap too, so you can kind of and yeah. I think everything's <laughs> available right away, so you can just go like I want that one, I want that one, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just go up. It's like three thousand or seven thousand. Which for the hey, super moves. already puts it way above Xenoverse for me. I hated right. having to spend <laughs> 30, 40 minutes to get Super Vegeta two. Especially if you're a Xenoverse fan, that that sounds fine. Like everything there, it's it's a basic yeah. setup. It's a proven formula of multi million copy selling game. So what's the problem? And I would say the problem is basically everything about <laughs> this game. <laughs> oh, oh man. So. We're going to get to gameplay, but I mean, the visuals are the most striking thing about this game. You open it up and like before you even touch the button, it's just like, what is happening? You've seen so many of these people love to do with with Mario and Zelda. Like, what if Ocarina of Time was rendered in the Unreal Engine? And this is lols. What if Jump but Unreal Engine? Like it totally is. It's someone made the default Unreal Engine and imported their you know, PS3 era jump models, and here we are. But are we not going to talk about how glistening and moist uh, Togoro is? We're on the, like, fourth coat of wax, I think, on (laughs) just about everyone. Like, it's blinding. Yeah. There's those, uh, I've seen, you've probably seen these floating around, too, the... uh, you know, Homer Simpson in real life, uh, Peter Griffin right. in real life, like where you see their <laughs> yes. pores and everything. You can, you, <laughs> you can totally see, have like, that. Here. You can see Frieza's dimples. I didn't know he had. <laughs> like, there's everything. It's a little awkward, disconcerting, scary. Goku has muscles I didn't know existed. His muscles have shiny muscles on top of them. <laughs> it's his hands. It's... His fingers look like face huggers. <laughs> Just put them together. So. I don't know if you saw this, but a couple months ago, Toyotaro, so every month he does this column on the official website where Uh he draws a character. It's Initially, it was, here's someone who wasn't in Dragon Ball Super, and then as they put, like, Broly in Super, it's, like, hard to say who's not in Super. Uh, So a couple months back, he drew this picture of Bardock 
which got heavy criticism because the hand that was in the foreground looked like it was melting. And so <laughs> the, the, the hand was just like drooping over itself and the yeah. fingers were about three times as long as they needed to be. And I feel that's how some of the the body parts are in this game. Like they're just, they're Vegeta. That every I could look at every character and just go, what happened? <laughs> like what <laughs> happened there? What happened there? And it's not just that. It's uh, did you play Final Fantasy fifteen? Uh, only the tiniest bit. Okay. Well, the the thing that struck me about that game was how everyone was always just kind of like moving, just kind of like shifting side to side yeah. and, and moving their heads in directions. It's like mm-hmm. I know you're going for like when. When a human stands still, they don't actually stand still. You know, they're like, you know, roll their shoulder a little bit or kind of yeah. like, you know, crack their neck as they're talking and blink a couple times. And I just felt like in FF15, everyone's just like, they're over here and then they're talking. And then they come back over here and then they're like, wait, then they're looking off into the distance. They're like, what? Mm-mm. what is going on? Are you okay? <laughs> and I feel like everyone in Jump Force is doing that exact same thing where they're just there's this undulation into every character. Yes. They're always moving and shifting. Like there's a wave going on inside them. It's <laughs> the same animation. I'm almost positive. It's the same animation for everybody. And they're just moving up and down. Up and, le- and they don't, maybe, no, maybe they blink sometimes. I don't know. I, I think the faces are totally dead. There's nothing to the faces. No, it's everything else that's moving. It's truly bizarre. And they like try to do like the real Italian talking with your hands kind of stuff. And like that just <laughs> yeah. makes it worse. As they're talking like, Trunks, what are you doing? Like your neck is too thin. Your head is up in the stratosphere. I don't know what's going on with your hands, but they're way worse than everyone else's. And you're just, I don't, you're, you're going to hurt hurt someone you're gonna hurt yourself everybody's neck is a separate limb it's uh ryuk specifically (laughs) oh you mean the the unvoiced ryuk do you know anything about that did i miss something i don't know what was was the actor just not available (laughs) did okay because i didn't know if he like died and didn't like something happened i have no idea uh let's see shido nakamura he looks young he was only born in 1972 Okay, I'm at his wiki page. He was in stuff last year. All right. Yeah. He, oh, he was, I was going to say, oh, he was Hunting Clover, but he was Repairman in Hunting Clover. <laughs> but he wasn't. <laughs> okay, he played Ryuk there. in 2016. Okay. All right. Yeah, he's okay. fine. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it, Light. They can't see us. <laughs> that just every time he talks, I'm, I just, uh I'm, I'm trying to say something for him, and it just feels so weird when Light is just looking around with his shoulders to his ears. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get into the walking animations, and it's totally like PS1, PS2, where everyone like walks, stops, turns 45 yes, degrees uh-huh. without animating on their turn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, we get we everybody's got to pivot. We're all on a track here. We're playing Resident Evil. <sighs> it's truly bizarre. It, it just feels like did you guys have four months to make this game? I like, and I know. I, I know that's the most common criticism of everything Spike Chunsoft has worked on, and it's you're probably right every time. But this one, yeah. I think more so than any of them, has it been the most obvious to me? Because there are just so many cut corners. There's vehicles like uh, this little Gamabunta from Naruto you can ride, the frog, who, who doesn't yeah, yeah. even move. <laughs> it's just like arms outstretched, it's isn't just it? The, yeah, it's the essentially a T-posing frog. And they don't, doesn't move at all. And there's all these cut scenes where people are, as you said, just pivoting 
not even move. Like they're just pivoting on the Z axis. Here we go. We're going to uh-huh. rotate. We're going to rotate back. And people are going to open their mouths and things are going to be said. And oh, boy. Well, th- they might open their mouths. I, like, I'm not oh, yeah. entirely uh, sure that <laughs> L- Luffy has truly spoken in this game. I don't think Blackbeard's ever closed his mouth. <laughs> no, <laughs> he has like one frame of a slight like in the hey, corner uh, of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah. so that's the visuals. I mean, we could go on forever. It, it's truly bizarre to look at this. In it 2019. really is. And not just the visuals, the animation. The uh, I will say, though, in favor of it, uh, the the particles. I think the particles look really good. Uh, they do like <laughs> to a detriment where it's like, all right, yeah, the, your particles look great. I have no idea where the two characters are on screen right now. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, you know what? That's fine. Slifer is going to come out and blow up the entire. I can't see where you are. Is it hitting you? I don't know. It looks cool. <laughs> Who knows? All right. I, I want to move on from that because, I mean, that sounds like, oh, that's hysterical. This is an ironically bad game. Not, I don't think there's anything truly ironically bad i think something's either bad and you know you like it for being bad whatever yes no exactly i agree with you so okay you get over that let's talk about the actual game all right you know i'm laughing at how bad that is great then what do i go do it's like well you kind of don't really do anything there's there's just nothing interesting going on. You're taking these missions, which involve either going down to Director Glover's little table or more often kind of like aimlessly wandering around. I mean, I know you can bring up the map and it'll give you a little exclamation mark or something. Yeah. It's like, all right, Glover doesn't have anything for me. All right, the missions don't have anything for me. Let me just walk down into Team Alpha and then a cutscene will start when I walk down the stairs because of, all right sure Mm -hmm. so you go out and you take these missions and i feel like this is where the game has a chance to shine it's all right i'm gonna have you know this new hotness main character from my hero academia we're gonna team him up with someone from some other random show these two franchises have never interacted before and your character is going to be along for the ride and they're going to say funny things that riff on each other no none of that happens it's the most basic dialogue as you go and i feel like i got something i did recently with dai was talking with kakashi he's like oh you remind me of my mentor and kakashi's like oh you must have had a great teacher like that's the extent of it. and mm-hmm. that's few and far between for the most part there might as well not be any dialogue on screen because no one's saying anything of any substance ever it's all these vagaries and you could if you want to you can read into it like you said oh maybe that's referring to that like maybe you be talking with dio about like oh you're a fierce opponent like this other guy i I don't know he's he talking about kaiba i don't know (laughs) it's just like (laughs) and there's there's all these cutscenes that amount to nothing. And it's always the same thing. You start with like 10 people and then you go out and unlock everybody. So for the first two hours of the game, yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. Oh, uh, uh, Kilo has got a cube up his butt. You got to go get it. Right. Uh, right. You know, Jotaro has got a cube. You got to go get it. Okay. Now we'll do all the other guys. Right. And there's Toa and Mira there. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> then you bring him back and they're like great thanks for bringing me back and i feel like oh god i was so angry at it It was whoever i brought back i think kenshin was just acting so out of character i'm like 
that's no Kenshin would never say that. Like the the end result is something that Kenshin would do, but all the dialogue along the way is nothing yeah. that Kenshin would actually say. And I feel like one of the worst omissions for me was you went out with Ryo from City Hunter and Kenshiro, mm-hmm. and all Ryo is like is like, oh, I brought Kenshiro because I knew he could handle it. Like yeah, yeah, because he's Kenshiro. Anything else? Does anyone have anything else to say here? No, no. That's that's what I'm talking about. Where it's you have all of these opportunities and like none are being taken in any way, shape, or form. I'm a ways into chapter six at this point. I believe there mm-hmm. are nine chapters in the story mode, and that's that's what I've taken away from this is they're just not bothering to do anything with any of these character interactions. It feels like they were just here's all these action figures, just you yeah. know. There you go. They're just bashing them together. Well, half the time they forget to bash them together. They just like <laughs> throw them on the floor, and it's like, eh, yeah, that was good enough. Whatever. You're you're dumb. You're a dumb little kid. You like Shonen Jump. You'll have fun. You'll make your own story. Then you know what? Sometimes you're right. Sometimes I'm okay with that. You mentioned uh, Toa and Mira. I mean, uh, Galena and Kane. Look, I'm a Toriyama fan. Uh, I enjoy Dragon Quest greatly. Um, yes. The, uh, I think the worst thing about this game is that I just wrapped up the true ending in Dragon Quest Eleven and then popped this in. That was <laughs> that was a thing. Um, I'm not a Toriyama apologist by any stretch of the imagination, and let these characters be an example of that. These are the least inspired Toriyama designs that I have seen in quite some time. They're they're not good. They're not great. It like maybe if they were animated and injected with some fun vibrance, I could see something. But just in this, especially with everyone being so wooden, you're not doing yourselves any favors by just being Toa and Mira too. That's really all they are. A character that I want to, and uh, I don't know that if Toriyama designed her because the the Toriyama Dragon Quest art book uh, stops at just the, the the main character for eleven, and I haven't dug any further to see who exactly he designed for the rest of the the villain cast but mm-hmm. crystal linda from uh you meet her in sniffleheim in dragon quest 11 look up her design Let me, okay crystal she feels to me like a finished version of what galena was maybe yeah. going for like there's just uh, there's more flourish yeah. the hair has like all of those intricate designs as well like galena's kind of like flowing all mm-hmm. over the place galena's like um flowy hair green and has some bug wings like that's that's not a design that's a, a rough sketch for a further design like that's how all four of them i say four as if the navigator robot is anything but you know, <laughs> they yeah. promoted it as such like yeah. glover's just a dude <laughs> so far although i have my theories i'm only into chapter six so far we will see where <gasps> things go but, oh man okay but as you as far as you know as a player character looking at all the promotion going into this game you have those four characters uh kane uh, Galena, Glover, and the Navigator robot. It's like, there's just nothing there. This is the most phoned in I've seen Toriyama in a long time. I mean, every as soon as Kane showed up, everybody I know, it's Thanos! <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They're, yeah, they're there. I don't know what else, what else you can really say about it. And just be, it's unfortunate their first appearance is in this engine. I wonder if they were in like a one-off or something. Maybe you could have had some more character. I don't know. So again, I'm only in chapter six. Who knows where things could go from here? I I don't think it's enough to save the time that I've spent with it so far. 
All right, yeah. let's let's get into the fighting because all right, it's a fighting game. You spent all this time talking about the story thing, but oh, you know, like Xenoverse, you know, they they really talk about the story and the character interactions and all that. But underneath, it is a fighting game, and I guess this is where it shines as much as it can um, for all the performance problems that it has in the hub. For the most part, when you get fighting, uh, things remain as stable as they need to be, except during the super moves, which yeah. you can't move during them anyway so like it doesn't actually affect your gameplay uh, but it's incredibly clean it's incredibly crisp um the shininess works for what they're going for um yeah. particularly in things like the new york stage where it's just dark yeah it's like it's a nighttime stage but i feel like you can still for the most part see everything and know where you are um and it, it's bright and it looks like it should What's your take on just the 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 in-game fighting visual kind of spectacle? You mentioned the particles. Yeah, I I think the particles. I think the particles are definitely a highlight. Uh, the backgrounds I think are really fun because what the what they do with the uh with the stages too is they're all like real life locations that the jump world has invaded. So yeah. we're at like Osaka Castle, but post-apocalyptic Tokyo from Fist of the North Stars in the background. You can see Souther's Pyramid back there. I'm like, that's so that's fun. Like, that's cute. I appreciate the Statue of Liberty on Namek. I don't know how, but sure. <laughs> I was going to say, that's probably the most obvious. It's just the green against the green. Can I say yeah. that I, I just entered Fist of the North Star 2 territory and um, Souther stuff has been, that was like the peak. Oh my God. When Yeah. When Rao shows up too, and they're all everyone's yeah. just watching, like Jesus! Oh my God, this is this is the best. This is the it's absolute so best. Good. <laughs> and like, there there was good stuff after that, but it's though that span of episodes. Oh my God, that mm-hmm. was so good. Yeah, now that 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 arc in particular is probably one of my one of my favorites. A lot of a lot of fun symbolism with that stuff too. Oh, really cool. all right. So back over to Jump Force. <laughs> Can <laughs> we just talk about this North, North Star? Star you babies. <laughs> Although I'm, everyone's probably older than me that listens to this. Whatever. <laughs> So yeah, the the stages, um, they're fine. Uh, I felt this way from Sparking Armor. The stages are always too small. Somehow, I'm always stuck up against the edge. Yeah, I I think the only one I noticed that not happening was the city one. I think that has the most space. Weirdly enough, mm. the 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 Hong Kong one, not not uh okay, yeah yeah yeah, not yeah Times Square. The Hong Kong one I think is actually pretty big, like in, in a good way. But yeah, every other thing is this like tiny circle. That's it. I think there's a way that you can like knock people to other parts of the arena too. But I don't, I haven't done it yet. I don't know. Like maybe there's some depth and some options here, but. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good joke. Uh, So yeah, the, the backgrounds are really pretty, but can we talk about the, the fighting part? I don't yeah. know. Square, 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 square. Uh, if you hold square at just the right moment, uh, you'll do a, a smash attack. Yeah, you sure will. People that played uh, the Tenkaichi series might remember that. It's a pretty good option. Uh, yeah, you have a heart attack. You have, you have, you, you have a your jump. Your grab button. Yeah, jump. Jump. You can do a break dance and do like a low attack. That That's cool. You can hit them up in the air, like for an aerial, but then you knock them back down, like defeating the purpose of an aerial launcher. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can run to the side. You can go left and right. Uh, sidestep teleport when you hit X during a combo. Mm, I figured that out yeah, yeah. today. Mm. Yeah, it sure is a spike game, huh? But in a... You gotta... Okay, I know you don't like the sparking games. 
I've made this this, right? Literally, the first episode of our podcast in 2005 (laughs) was reviewing the first Sparking game. So I have been I have been living this shit on this show literally since the beginning. I know, and it broke my heart when you were like, "It sucks." Like, no, (laughs) no, Mike, you're wrong. No, Mike, I'm 12, and you're wrong. Okay, so this is probably the worst playing game that they've made in my opinion and i'm the person who goes to bat for all of these i will always go to bat for tenkaichi 3 i love that fucking game Who boy this is the most stilted laggy unresponsive thing i've played in a long time it is not a good video game at all <laughs> no it is not there, there's so much weird stuff like you'll do a super or someone else will do a super and you'll kind of just like stop moving and just like slide across the screen as the <laughs> game as the game decides i don't know which one has priority you guys figure it out you'll do the whenever you throw them you can dash over and sometimes pick them up and sometimes not it's just random if they wake up on time i'm just like oh I don't get how this happened. I don't know how this went through the door. I mean, I know because it had a deadline and money. So they were like, get it out. Who cares? I can't quite figure out if I just don't understand how throws in this game work or if there's something going on because I can stand still. We're both standing still and I press that button and I'm right next to them and it doesn't throw them. Oh, you know, so you, you haven't discovered the cheese of dash throw. Run up to them, dash, hit the circle button. Hit L1, you know, do the, do the pursuing dash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sidestep, grab. The AI doesn't know what to do. Okay. Keep doing that. Xenoverse, I poo-poo it a lot, okay? Because it has, it has a bunch of really bad design decisions on a macro scale. On a micro and just, like, basic combat, I think it's fine. I think it's actually a fine game. But this, oh, no. There, you, you hit square, and it is a visible moment before anything happens. <laughs> to, like, a, where it's, no, you're not playing... I haven't even tried to play online. <laughs> I can't. I'm, I haven't like either. Playing in I'll be honest. All I've done so far is just story stuff because I I just don't have it in me. Don't want it to hurt you too long. But some, the thing where I'm torn though is like, okay, Kieran, I know you just said that it sucks and it's the worst, but there are some times when I find myself having fun with it. And those are the moments that surprise me. All right. So are you streaming slash playing with friends? Because so far all I have done is play alone. Yes. I've been streaming it sometimes. Um, okay. I've had, I will definitely say that that's enhanced some stuff for it. Like having, I have to imagine because you're putting on a performance too. Yeah. And in, in the way that, um, in the way that, you know, watching a bad movie together is instantly more fun with people. It's that right, kind right. of, that kind of, uh, excitement from seeing something bad. Like you were saying about like ironic enjoyment. I don't agree about the ironic part, but we can all have fun about how bad this is. But then there'll be times where I'm doing, where I get Rio's missiles tag into Kenshin and then land his ultimate in one combo. And I'm like, that felt amazing. And I, I don't know why it happens sometimes. Right. I don't know that I can replicate that, but sure. <laughs> but there are, there are some moments too, where I find myself pulling off some cool things and feeling like, yeah, I was trying to do that. And it happened. It doesn't always happen. I can't tell you why, but I can sometimes with intent pull off some really cool looking stuff. And 12-year-old me is freaking out, going, oh my god, that's so cool. I can't believe Kenshin did it and Kenshiro did it. Yeah. That simple fanboy glee of being a child. With the, I compared it to action figures earlier. I think that's the most apt thing I can say. Yeah. It's like, this feels like having those action figures coming up with those stories and tapping into that childlike brain that 
can imagine the spectacle of, oh, of course, uh, Goku could beat Naruto with a Kamehameha. It's, he's just stronger. Yeah, but Naruto's got the nine tails now and it's huge and looks amazing. There's some moments that I can I can get it. One other thing in game that we wanted to mention, you hinted at it earlier, is that this is a a three-on-three game, but it's really not. It's just a one-on-one game. You have a single health bar. Your other guys, like, don't get recovery from you tagging someone else in. It's totally Mm -hmm. all shared. They basically act as striker characters that, if if you want, they can come in and keep fighting, too. Like, if you want to switch to Naruto from Goku, you can totally do that. Uh, and you can extend a combo by having them come in and then switch over to them. And that looks cool. You know, you have your the character that you were just playing still in the foreground while mm-hmm. you summon the other one. And they come in yeah. off screen into the back. And then the camera zooms in to follow in with them as you switch. That's really cool. Other than that, like, there's no underlying gameplay purpose to it, though. There's when you I've seen some people playing uh playing online like the more competitive oriented and they, uh, they sorry sorry my, of, my my eyes just rolled oh, too just, far just back like, yeah I, I gotta, okay <laughs> just fell I'm out back. of your head okay so, so <laughs> I've seen some people though that can pull off some really fun stuff with the assists because this is. It's a joke of an assist cooldown. It's like three it really seconds. Is. It is. And it's so, so fast. Yeah, you just do like one thing, assist. Okay, another thing, assist. And, you know, you get these stupid combos that go for 10 years. And I understand the the fanboy glee of, you know, it's, it's I'm not going to, I don't want to besmirch Marvel versus Capcom 2 or like anything good by saying that. But it does somewhat capture that feeling of calling in all the crazy assists. Wow, I can't believe these characters are here on the same screen. I can't believe these guys are here doing their moves together. And your opponent can do it out of block stun. You can do it while you're attacking. So there's moments where you'll have five, six characters on the screen if you do shit right. And it can be pretty nuts. Uh, But other than that, yeah, it's the same health bar. So mechanically, you just have more attacks and that's kind of it. It doesn't do anthem for me. <laughs> like I, I don't get it. I, I don't know if they. I mean, it was clearly a gameplay, you know, design decision. This is what they wanted to go with. Um, maybe it's just yeah, we want you to play with as many characters as possible, but we don't want to balance it any more than being a one-on-one fighting game. And I, yes. I use balance in quotes there. Everything about it just feels totally half-baked from the visuals to the overall design, to the story, to the underlying fighting engine itself. Of course, in today's video game development environment, as we learn more and more about mm-hmm. what people go through to create these games, like you don't want to just casually toss around, oh, lazy developers. and But someone <laughs> somewhere is accountable for what this game is. Uh, I don't know if that's the, you know, the the game's director, the game's producer, if it's higher up at Bandai Namco, if it's someone at Shueisha, it's like, well, we give you six months, do what you can. And maybe that's kind of what, what this game was. Like This just is not a fully formed game. And the fact that at release, they're like, yeah, we're going to sell uh, a fighter's pack with uh, nine characters that are going to be coming. Is it, I think, something like that? Which, yes. I guess there's been some data mining, some thoughts on who those characters are. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, guys, more characters isn't what you need right now. So, again, we, five years ago, <laughs> reviewed J-Star's Victory Versus. Uh, we've come off of other crossover games in the past. We had Battle Stadium D.O.N. on PS2 and GameCube. 
we had Jump Superstars, Jump Ultimate Stars on Nintendo DS. And yeah, while the DS is not going to be something of a visual showcase like even the contemporary consoles of the day, Gambarion really threw some love into that. I, I yes. If I was going to recommend a Jump Crossover game... Yeah, you're not going to have My Hero Academia. You're not going to have Black Clover in there. I got to go with the DS games. I Yeah, let it be known that that has never been a question. Jump Ultimate Stars is the best one, bar none. If you yeah. want to talk about something that represents every franchise with such a love and adoration and care for how does this even this panel of this manga correlate yeah. to this gameplay moment? How can we make this feel the same? Oh, you're you're not going to beat that. It's just sad to see this being so Here's your celebration of 50 years. That yeah. huge landmark and we just get this factory shout out whatever this is. Look at our shiny new tech, look at these shiny toys and you're a dumb baby who will play this gameplay loop that has a loot and experience. So there you go. What do you think about the like this is clearly all right, jump for the western audience. Uh is it is it telling about what Japan thinks the Western audience wants and expects? Uh, and is it telling that maybe people do want a game that looks like this? See, my thing is, if if you're into these series, if you truly mm. love these characters, is this a representation that you want? Is this why you fell in love with these series? I, I'm not sure that this speaks to that. This feels, yeah, this feels like the the idea that it's, it's real. It's yeah. look at these real look. Oh, what would Goku look like in real life? He could beat the hell out of you. And this you is know. a difficult thing to say coming off of Alita, which was a genuinely good movie. But prior to oh, that, is this, it? that makes me happy to hear <laughs> the, this really feels like the. So maybe this is speaking to the Western audience, like where it's, oh, yeah, evolution what was what it was. But what if we had a really, really good live action movie? And it always feels like the live action movie is the ultimate kind of like validation. Yes. Does it yeah. does it need to be? Is that what you need? Is that what you, you feel will truly then say, yes, what you like is good because it got the triple A high budget Hollywood movie? I, I don't think it needs that. Uh and this feels no, like the yeah. video game equivalent of what if we got a live action movie. This this feels there are in so many ways. This is aping Avengers in so many ways. Oh, my God. This, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, and like the soundtrack alone, it's just the Avengers score. Uh, and if like there's all this clear just similarity between the two that does make me think that they went, oh, hey, all nerds went crazy for that. Well, we can't really do a crazy movie. But we can make a video game that looks like that. I think we just hit it. Yeah. Um, Jump Force is not a good video game. Please don't buy it. Seto Kaiba might be DLC. So <laughs> my thoughts initially were, man, you, you can't even throw in. There's, I think there's a legitimate argument about the number of female characters in this game. It's like Arale, you, you want to talk about true jump representation you got to get some dr slump in it oh no no please don't put a raleigh in this game i don't need to see that you don't want to see your eyes you don't want to see a raleigh's pores please don't do this to me you don't want to see a raleigh's little fingers i think boo is going to be bad enough when we get there but oh my oh. god i can't wait <laughs> i may be okay with 
people like Ryotsu and Gintoki not showing up because now I can just say that they've only been in at least decent games. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah, a lot of people not happy about the lack of Gintama in in this game here. Uh, and obviously there are some things that are not specifically weekly Shonen Jump, uh, especially non-American Viz Weekly Shonen Jump, things that are published here and are Shonen Weekly Shonen Jump that are not the Japanese Weekly Shonen Jump. Obviously, One Punch Man is something that yep. comes to mind. It really just feels like the the standard fanboy complaints of, oh, you didn't get the roster right. Oh, it's really bad gameplay. Oh, the visuals aren't what I wanted. Therefore, it's a bad game. Like, I don't know, man. I, I think Jump Force is just a genuinely bad game that I don't want people spending money on because this sends the wrong message. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate that, man, you were just so I think you're so right about just how they see that this is like what we would want. This is the I mean, right after J Stars did did, I think, OK, I, I don't remember any like numbers off the top of my head. I feel like it did fine. It got a PS4 version, too. So, like, yeah, hey, the cool. fact that they released it over here was crazy. We were never expecting that. And so following it up with I think J Stars was on a better wavelength than this for like getting at least the more anime feel and you know it, if you want to play something on the same consoles uh well i guess only ps4 uh, yeah I, I would recommend j stars over this game honestly I, I think you might even have a better balanced roster <laughs> if you're a toriko yeah. fan like apparently toriko doesn't exist anymore just like <laughs> i know right here's here's our fourth pillar and he's gone <laughs> Never mind. Uh, yeah, so for a current console, I, I would recommend J-Stars, but I mean, if you just want the jump stuff, I, I got to go with Jump Ultimate Stars on DS. And if you if this is the loop you're you're looking for, the original story, um, the, the the faux MMO going in for yeah. your, your loot and your missions, I mean, Xenoverse is like $15 Xenoverse 2 specifically is super super cheap these days. You've probably still already getting played updates. it though. <laughs> still getting updates. We're still waiting on that camera mode that's coming at some point apparently. Yeah. We're into the the fourth extra no like 6 eighth extra pack beyond the original yeah. packs. I don't know where we are with that. Xenoverse 2 really feels like it, it nailed what they were going for. I'm still dying to see what a potential Xenoverse 3 would be. And you know, th those weren't even my games, but the stuff that here's what came to mind for me. So I think this is the perfect encapsulation of what Xenoverse does that J stars can even hope to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's because it's series specific and they know the minutia to, to, to do. Uh, I think it was one of the, it was, it had to be one of the extra DLC stories. Uh, it was one of the final like CG non-in-game engine cutscenes. Mm -hmm. And out of the corner of the screen, Tapion walks in mm -hmm. and he's like, and I'm going to be here to help you, Trunks. And like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that's yes, awesome. of course you are. Of course you are, because that's what you would do. Those are the moments that do not exist in J-Stars. And yes. that was enough to keep me playing in Xenoverse. I, there's, there's nothing here for me. No, there's plastic interactions. It could be literally anybody saying almost any given line in this entire script, and you wouldn't totally, know. Totally, totally. And with, with that, like, you're marketing this to the fans. So assuming you guys listening are fans of this kind of stuff and you're looking for like, haha, I wonder what Hisoka says to Deku. Uh, nothing. <laughs> he says nothing to Deku. And it's just sad that they have all this potential. And that's what disappoints me more than anything is seeing you have this. 
I think it's still like it has the potential to be fun. What system is there is okay. They just need to iron it out for another more months, you know, but and it just it has the capacity to be something. And it just feels like everything got stopped 60 percent of the way in. They're like, we just got to go. It's almost certainly what happened. Uh, I say don't buy it. I'm even at the point where I'm feeling like when this clearly hits the $20 mark, it's probably mm. going to be 40 bucks next week. And it's probably going to be 20 bucks in you know like two months from now. I'm not yeah. even sure if that's appropriate at that point. Like, I really don't even think it's a fun train wreck to watch. I think it's just people have asked me this. Like, is it is it a fun bad game? Like, no, it's mm. actually just boring. Like, I'm not even yeah. mad playing. I'm just boring bored out of my fucking mind playing Jump Force. And every day this last week, I look at Mary and I go, I should be playing Jump Force. She's like, you should be playing Jump Force. I'm like, I'm not going to play Jump Force. I'm going to play Fusions in Japanese again. Yes, good. (laughs) Once you get over the gag of the visuals, I think that has the longest mileage of, haha, wow, that looks bad and funny. A lot of boring shit. Lot of, there for you. Thank God they patched in skipping cutscenes. Dude, so Jump Force, this isn't a final review. Again, I'm not even finished with story mode yet. We're only, you know, less than two weeks out from what the, the early access was for the game when it came out. But I've I've certainly played enough to get a feel for this game. Uh I'm gonna finish the story mode come hell or high water. Um maybe I get hit by a bus that might be preferable to finishing the <laughs> Godspeed either story way. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you the best. But of um so I like I actually don't know that I'm even going to ask you back to do a final review on this game because that's the point where I'm at where the game doesn't even deserve a final review. It's I can't imagine anything that changes. Oh my god, I can't believe Kane is literally Toriyama himself and he looks at right. the screen and says every every uh every ship is canon. Wow, Everything's thanks, canon. Toriyama. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like that nothing like That'd be great. That's not going to happen. <laughs> no, that's, that's not going to fix <laughs> the underlying fun. everything yeah. issue about this game. All right, Karen, that was uh, and is Jump Force. Uh, yeah. Once again, tell folks who you are, what do you have going on? What, what should they look for? Hi, uh, I'm Kieran. I do a bunch of stupid internet stuff. Go by Lord Moonstone on places. I play games with Team Four Star. I play games with myself and sometimes other people. <laughs> and working on one right now. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at Kira, K-I-R-A-N-S-A underscore. Got to have the underscore. That's how you know it's cool. And on Team Four Stars Gaming Channel and their regular channel and all that stuff. Thanks for having me, dude. It's been a lot of fun. Absolutely. Uh, I know we haven't had you on in a long time, and it's, it's great to have you back talking about. I'm, I'm sorry that this is what it came to. No, whenever, please, whenever a new game comes out, just shine the signal. I'll be there. I'll be there to tell you how great it is. For how horrible it is, uh, you know, I have a great time talking about it with you. So maybe that's the solace that I can take in this. I'd say that this, what, this hour of talking about it. And, you know, when when I first messaged you, I'm like, oh, it's just going to be first impressions. We'll be like half an hour. And we're like, you know what? This is what I thought, too. This is my therapy session (laughs) and I needed this. So thank you. I think I'm pretty sure I replied saying I need to talk about this game. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I have to. (laughs) So thanks for having me. I hope uh, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. And I don't know. Hit me up. Let me know what you think about it. I feel like I hear differing things, but mostly negative everywhere. I'm just curious what people think. All right. That was Karen. That was me. Uh, I don't know what's happening, but we're going to wrap up the show. So we'll see you on the flip side of, uh, I don't know, this iCatch music. Bye.
All right, so I guess let's wrap things up. Uh, what do we have going on on the website right now? Uh, we're kind of in one of those like heads down, just plugging along at things kind of modes. Uh, Julian and I picking up some more magazines for the archives. Uh, very excited. One particular issue that we've been meaning to get for a while, he was able to uh, successfully order. So I'm super stoked to get that in. That's going to end up being a podcast episode in and of itself. Uh, that issue, and I think uh, six issues prior to that issue, when you combine them, there's some pretty interesting stuff between the two of them. Uh, and it actually ties into some wiki work that I've been doing. It's one of those uh, you know projects that just leads to more things where I'm working on an article and all right, we need the primary source to back that up. And all right, we got all the citations done. Well, there's an interesting, you know, contextual conversation surrounding that. Uh, and we get to share that with people on the podcast. So look forward to that in the near future. Uh, Julian's actually doing a little trip back to Japan for a little bit coming up soon. So hopefully he can buy some other things that we've been uh, looking for before he comes on back. And then before he goes back over again, uh, I need to hog Julian all that I can in the meantime. Time. Otherwise, yeah, we're just working on uh, deep site stuff and it'll be done when it's done. We work on the content you time frame, which is uh, measured in years. So with that being said, www.kanzenshuu.com. That is kanzenshu.com. Thank you very much for joining us this episode. Again, I have been Mike. Find me online, Vegito EX. Uh, pretty much everywhere that you see Vegito EX is actually me on our site on our forum on twitter all that jazz uh kieran you just heard from earlier as well so make sure to follow along with him see the cool video game stuff he's got going on uh on his own and in conjunction with team four star thank you very much folks for joining us this here episode we will see you next time take care bye